Wimberly Info was created to bring you the inside scoop on everything Wimberly. Not just the mainstream tourist stuff either, but actual local insights. You will hear from ourselves, Trey and Jamila, the many local business owners, their employees, and sometimes even the poor Seth that we sat down next to at lunch and so much more. So this one is about sort of, and really these next couple are Pleasant Wimberly and his descendants. So they bought the mill in uh, 1874. And this gives a little bit about his history as well. So you can see Pleasant, oh, they, this, this is him as a young man right here. And this, was a, this is a little later. So he was around 50 years old when they moved here. And he lived a long time. He was up well up in his 90s when he died. But he was originally uh, from North Carolina, I believe. And then in 1847, he says he arrived from in Brenham on Christmas Day of 1847. And while he was there, he was single at the time. And then he eventually met his wife, Amanda. Amanda had been here longer, in Texas longer than he had. So this is an interesting piece of it right here. Uh, after they moved down here and they bought the land, he, um, they, I guess it's right here, they wanted to a post office. And we often get the question, why, is, why are we called Wimberley? And this kind of explains it. So in 1880, they had this application for, to, to give a name to the town. And uh, they first asked for this uh, Wimberleyville and the postmaster said that's too long and they just shortened it to Wimberley. And that, so there, we've had a post office ever since then. So that's why the community is known as what still continued to be known as Wimberley. So this tells a little bit about him. And then he had a son, his name was Zach. It actually was Zachary Taylor Wimberley, which was named after the president of the United States. And so when they bought the land here, Pleasant was about in his 50s, and this son, Zach, he was like 22 or 3. So he was just kind of coming of age where they needed, uh, Pleasant was probably thinking, what can I put that boy to work doing? <laughs> and he um, uh, sort of ran the mill for his dad a little bit. I don't know if they were full partners or exactly how it set up. But... Um, so Zach was kind of, while he may not have been an owner, he was very involved in it. And uh, he built a house uh, for his young wife, Mary Elizabeth. She was like 14, I think, when they married, and he was about 22 or 3. And at first they came and lived in this house with all the other kids. Mm -hmm. And one day he was coming from the mill walking up here, and, and he said um, he met her with her suitcase leaving. He said, where are you going? He said, I'm going home to my mom. I'm not going to live in that house with your mother any longer. I've had enough. <laughs> if you're not going to build me my house that you promised me, I'm going, to see, I'm going to go back home and live with my mother. So Zach got busy, and right down the hill between here and the mill race, he built a, a house, 1877 <laughs> that was built. Um, that, that for her is basically her house. So Wick has that house as well. Okay. So it's pretty much, it's uh, left like it is. It's dried in. We don't use it much, but it's sort of a future development for it. Mm. Um, 
One other thing about the uh, about Pleasant that right here, when he he was a rancher, farmer, raised horses, he uh, he had a big uh, Percheron, is like a Clydesdale or like a a, a big horse, mm -hmm. and he would use that uh, stud horse, that stallion, to breed with the local mares, and the colts would be these big big oh. strong, and those are what the stagecoaches wanted in those days. So yeah. he kind of got a little premium uh price for his horses when he would do that so he's a very, okay. very yeah, good very... Bus good businessman yeah so he lived all the way to 1919 so he was up in his 90s he's actually buried in the cemetery over here uh, on his little tombstone it's got this little thing at the bottom that says the man for whom the town was <laughs> named it's kind of cool so after he passed and the, the other kids started kind of running it he um it ended up the next miller that came down. This is one of Zach. So we talked about Zach being Pleasant's son, and one of this is one of his daughters right here is uh, uh, Susie Wimberly, and she married a guy named John Pilon, and he ended up running the mill until it finally closed in 1925. So the Pilon boys are kind of interesting. This is Sydney, and this is John. They were brothers. And uh, their dad was an old doctor here in Wimberley. And of course, he ran the mill and they married sisters. See, they married this one, married Nellie, and this one married Susie. So they married both of Zach's daughters. And Sydney was a blacksmith. Uh, Wimberley Cafe downtown, that little marker under the awning where you go to it, that's mm. where his blacksmith shop was. Uh, oh. This was it right here. There's a little marker there uh, that describes it. Uh, another thing I find kind of interesting is is uh, John Will. So here he is as a young man, and you can see him over here. So he's got his mustache. Here he is as a little older man, but you can <laughs> the face changed, the body size changed, but the, the mustache still, <laughs> still looks the <laughs> same. He liked his mustache. <laughs> here he is down here too, and um, and of course this is um, let's see, is that that's Susie? And that's right out in front of this house right here where we were just at, where we took pictures. If you found this episode helpful, please let us know by leaving a review. For more Wimperly Insights or to check out our local business directory, go to www.wimberly.info and be sure to follow us on Instagram for daily Wimberly content. If you have a question for us about Wimberly, email us at wimberly.info at gmail.com or message us at wimberly.info on Instagram.